Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. Uh, we're back live tonight with part two of our uh, special on what both men and women can do uh, in order to find love. Many of you may remember last week we did our climactic, um, historic uh, special. It was actually a three-hour special, uh, I believe, on last Friday, where we talked about the ladies. We, uh, you know, we went through my blog on um, the top ten ways to to find love if you're a woman uh, looking for love, looking to be blessed with a husband, and you know what are some of the things that you can do? What are some things that you should not do? What are some uh, behaviors that uh, you know could be detrimental to that? Maybe uh, elongate the the process. So definitely, uh, you know, shout out to everyone who tuned in. Anyone who may be tuning in tonight but may have missed part one, I implore you to definitely check out tonight's show, uh, or excuse me, check out the archives of that show. Um, this is not. Uh, you know that was for the ladies. This is for the men. This is for the men. That was for this. This is a two-part special. And and if you noticed on uh, the last time we we talked a lot about things that uh, you know in regards to men. And tonight we're going to talk about some things in regards to women. Although the focus um, obviously tonight is going to be on the top ten things that men can do uh, in order to find love. You know, over the last ten or so years, you know, I have been bombarded with emails and inboxes and text messages and people raising their hands at speaking engagements saying, well, what about the men, Dadon? What about the men? You're always talking about the ladies and blah, blah, blah. What about the men? Well, you know, and this isn't the first time that we've done this, and it won't be the last, but, you know, every so often, you know, there comes a time where, you know, we as men have to stop you know, and self-reflect on our actions, you know, who we are, where we come from, what we're doing, what we're looking for, who we're trying to be, who we're trying to impress, you know, and, uh, you know, are we doing things that are pleasing to God? And um, so tonight's going to be one of those shows where we where we talk about fathers, where we talk about boyfriends, fiancés, husbands, you know, sing, you know, just single men, uh, you know, and, and what it takes to uh, to be found. So, you know, tonight's show is is you know dedicated to all those ladies. You know, a lot of the women over in the uh, the secret, I hate Daydon group, or I was disrespected by Daydon group, or who knows whether or not it actually exists or not. But it's dedicated. No, all, all jokes aside, I mean it's really dedicated for you know obviously to the fellas, but also to help the ladies get in you know in a behind the scenes look about you know what goes on in our minds. You know what I mean? Like some things that you guys, you're only obviously date, looking at men from a, you know, a dating perspective, um, a relationship perspective. You don't see the preparation that goes on and, and that needs to go on, although many of you wish that it would go on. But so we're going to give you, a, you know, a glimpse into that tonight. So uh, all calls are welcome. Any questions are welcome. Any feedback or anything, uh, 646-200-0366. Uh, if you have anything to comment on, hit the number uh, one on your keypad. Uh, Courtney is here with me tonight. Courtney, what is going on with you this evening? Hey, how are you? Uh, you know me. I'm good, Courtney. I'm chilling, man. I'm excited about tonight's show. You know, are you one of the women out there who's been saying, what about the men? What are we going to do this show? No, I wasn't saying that. But at the same time, I mean, I'm I'm excited about it because honestly, it's just like you said. It it gives us, you know, the male perspective. 
you know, on what you guys go through. Because I think a lot of times people just think, like, oh, it's just all about women and, you know, men don't go through things or, you know, they don't feel emotions and all that stuff. But I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's interesting. Shout out to Terry. She uh she said on uh, on one of one of the threads over in the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group, she said, Well, you know, I, I'm I'm you know, why should I listen? Why should we listen to this? And that's actually a very good question. I was joking around with her about that. But, you know, in all actuality it was not a bad question, you know. A lot of women will say, you know, why should I listen? This is for the men. Well, the thing about it is, as I just touched on, you know, a couple of minutes ago is that the reason one of the reasons why is tonight I, and you know, just from looking at um, you know some of the comments and some of the uh, emotional availability pop quizzes that have been going on, there's a lot of confusion that I found from from newer listeners about the difference. Uh, well, about two things. One about the definition of emotional availability. Um, it's been a couple years since we've done. You know, we do it every about every two years. We do an updated version of the show. So if you go, you know, go through the archives, you'll find. You know, a number of shows, probably at least a good two or three, uh, the definition of emotional availability, you know, specials, where we've literally gone through and broken down the definition of it. Um, so we're about due for another one, because when I posted it, I realized, I was like, wow, that was done back in, I think, 2012. So um, although it's still timeless, it still will give you the most accurate, you know, definition of it if you go back. But I definitely want to do, a, you know, a 2014 uh, version of it. So there's that, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. But also, um, we're going to be talking about, in regards to men, the definition of an elite man. Because that's what this whole thing is about, guys. You know what I mean? You know, what, what is the whole purpose? What does God want for us in regards to love, in regards to, you know, being found by a husband, fellas, you know, finding a wife? That's what we're all here for. We're all here to love. The Bible says if you can prophesy and if you can do all types of things, you can, you know, see into the, you know what I'm saying, like move mountains, you know, but you are without love, then you are nothing. Yes, and you guys are familiar. Hopefully, if you heard our uh, our special on the definition of love, you know just how important love is from a, a, a biblical standpoint. You know, a lot of women are out here saying, you know, I'm happily single, this and that. You know, and um, so tonight we want to talk about, you know, the definition of that. You know, who is that man? What does that man look like that you pray for? What qualities will he have? What will he bring to the table? Unfortunately, because of emotional unavailability, many women, most women, will never be found. In fact, have never even experienced uh, or even dealt with a true man of God. And we just happen to use that term, an elite man, a true man of God, the, the, the man that God is referring to when he says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains the favor of God. Well, what kind of man does God smile on? What kind of man achieves the favor of God? Well, that's what we're going to talk about tonight, a true elite man, a true man of God. How do you feel about that, Courtney? You know I'm excited. <laughs> why are you so excited, Courtney? I mean, I mean, other than being a psycho, just but why are you excited about that? <laughs> because, you know, that's something that I look forward to, you know, um, being found by an elite man. So, yeah, I'm going to be very excited, you know. Yes, Want to be in love gonna... and all of that Sure, sure, absolutely, definitely. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I did want to, because this is part two, just do a quick rundown of the ten steps to women being found by um, uh, finding love. 
Um, and, you know, if you, like I said, the, the shows are archived. The shows are on iTunes. These, these are those shows that you want to burn onto a CD. You want to, you know, bookmark on your, your, your web browser, whatever you want to do. Um, but I'm just going to do a quick rundown, then we're going to jump into the men in case any of the ladies missed it. Uh, number one, how to be found, or excuse me, how to find love. Lose the attitude. Lose the weave, colorful wigs, and other fake accessories. Lose the friend with benefits. Lose the unhealthy eating habits and non-existent fitness regimen. Lose the negative and toxic friends, family in your life. Lose the tattoos. Get rid of the piercings. Lose the preset determinations about who you're entitled to based on your financial success. Lose the independent woman syndrome way of thinking. Lose any feelings of guilt, shame, or resentment about past bad decisions made in your life regarding men. And last, but certainly not least, and in fact, the most important thing, find God. Can't find love without finding God. So that's a brief rundown of the the qualities of, uh, or, you know, or I should say the behaviors necessary uh, in order to find God, certain behaviors necessary to lose in order to find uh, find love. Uh, Courtney, what, any, anything to add to that real quick before we jump into the fellas? Well, I, I just want to say, you know, I, I really do like that list, and I actually received, you know, feedback on it. And a lot of people were saying, like, wow, like that was a really good list, and, you know, those are things that I could relate to. And I think one that, you know, a lot of women, um, you know, could relate to is just the feelings of, guilt or shame about the past. And, um, you know, and I understand, I mean, that's hard, you know, but it's good that, you know, they were able to do some self-reflection after the show, you know, on that. So I'm glad we did it. Yeah, absolutely. And this is, these are one of these shows, you know, it's like these are not the shows that will be surrounded by the hoopla and the, you know, thousand, you know, comment threads. I mean, but this is that, you know, these are that this is that information, you know that that you can spend you know your your you know whenever really but you know your Friday night your Saturday night whenever Sunday evening you know just listening to you know what I mean really listening to getting comfortable and just saying you know what I want to self reflect on me you know and fellas too you know what I mean like this is for you guys to say you know what these are some changes that I need to make and so I'm not gonna you know, and you don't need to. You don't need to advertise. You don't need to tell anybody. But you can really just listen in and be like, "Wow, you know, I can relate to some of the things on that list." You know, there is someone in my life who I need to get rid of. You know what I'm saying? There is some people in my past that I need to forgive, and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like that's between you and God. And so that's what these shows are for. It's not about ratings. It's not about Facebook likes. It's not about you know friends. You know anything like that. It's about you know just doing it for you and to get what it is that you ultimately want, which we all know is love. But, you know, without further ado, let's get into the men a little bit. Let's talk about the fellas. You know, but first, before we do that, I really want to just preface it by getting a little deeper into, um, you know, what what is an elite man? You know, Courtney, if I asked you, you know, what is your understanding, what is your definition of a true man of God, you know, an elite man, somebody who – you know what I mean? Just like, what, what would that definition mean to you? To me, I just think of a man that has a solid relationship with God and the man that God specifically has for me. Okay. Any specifics, though? That's what I just think of off top. 
just like just on the spot. That's all. I mean, that's what I think of at the moment. Corey, I, I know there's more, Courtney. I know, I know there's more. A man that takes care of himself, <laughs> you know, a man that's um, presentable, a man that loves God, a man that, you know, is just caring, um, you know, and cares about, you know, others, you know, not selfish, not about the self, selfless. That's what I think of. There you go, Courtney. There you go. Now I was putting you on the spot because I was searching for a, a scripture right here from uh, you know, <laughs> the words. So I just, no, I keep okay. it real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's no change my game. I I was stalling for time so I could Google real quick. You know what I mean? That's what I do. That's what guys. You guys may think it's about something else, but that's why Courtney said, "No, I'm just playing. No, I'm messing with you, uh, Courtney. You, no, you." No, no, no. You're good. No, you, Courtney. Funny thing is, Courtney. You know, you, you. I mean, you know, you know this, but you know, you bring a lot to the show. You know, and uh, you, you give a lot of insight from a female perspective. But you know, I gotta, I gotta put you on. I gotta put you out there sometimes. I gotta put you on the spot. You know, I look at all you guys like little sisters. You know what I'm saying? Um, for a while now, you know, it's funny. A lot of times, people ask me like, "Wow, you know, I get interviewed a lot, different, you know." publications or whatever, you know, over the years and you know, well why do you why do you do what you do? Like why you've been doing this for a long time and you know and been pretty consistent with it. Why do you do this? And I say, Well, you know, because I have a little sister, you know, who's who's actually many of your ages. So, you know, I I don't want to see her obviously have any harm or anything bad or, you know, find herself in uncomfortable circumstances or situations. So you know, I want the same thing for you guys. So that's what this is all about is just, you know, helping you guys get where you want to be. And then um, you know that translates to the counseling, the radio show, the books, the CDs, and you know, and you know all that stuff that I've been been doing over the years. But like I said, over in eight, uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty two, it says, "He who finds a wife finds uh, what is good and receives favor from the Lord." Well, a lot of people may may wonder, well, what do you mean by that? And that's what part one was about, because you have to define that. You have to define. Because that's, this is a two-part scripture. This is what everything I do. This scripture is based is is the foundation for everything that we do here. It's helping women understand what is good. What is God talking about when He says, "He who finds a wife finds what is good." It doesn't say, "He who finds a wife finds a hoe." He who finds a wife finds someone who's tatted up. He who finds a wife finds you know someone who is non-supportive. Or you know having a friend with benefits, you know what I mean, or or selfish, or or bogged down with drama and hurt, pain and resentment. That wouldn't be God's definition, and as sure as ever would not be a true man of God's definition of what is good, right? I mean that's what the word says. I mean, am I am I misinterpreting it? Could someone with all types of relationship issues and emotional issues and hoe issues and, and appearance issues and hygiene issues be considered by the word what is good? No. No. Right. Well, most people don't look at that part. They think about and the so, man and like, oh, I'll keep going, sorry. No, 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 you're right. No, you're right. You're right on the right track. Can, can, but not to cut you off, but could someone who is emotionally available be viewed by an elite man or even by God as being what is good? Yes. Yeah. 
No, I'm, no, don't worry about court. No, I'm saying you can't be. That's not what the guy would, you know what I mean, would view as being good. But I know you know what I meant. Um, you see what I'm saying, guys? It's you have to be. You have to read the word. You have to study the word as far as what is God referring to as good. That's what. So fast forward. That's what part one was about. Part two tonight is about the second half of this scripture, which says, which which says, and receives favor from the Lord. Well, I've been spending a lot of time in the Old Testament lately, you know, and so you know from you know Genesis, Exodus, you know, and uh, Leviticus. Even you know there are a lot of people, you know, in the Old Testament, many who did not, but many who did actually receive favor from the Lord. Were smiled upon uh, by God. In fact, the word says about Noah when we did our special on Noah, uh, it says that he actually walked with God. He was a humble man, a noble man, a righteous man who walked with God, right? See, that, that means he, he's the type of man who received favor from, from the Lord. Jacob was someone who received favor from the Lord. Abraham was someone who received favor from the Lord. And a number of other people who received favor. At one point, Adam received favor from the Lord. We all know that that you know, became not the case after a certain point, but, you know, Moses, Aaron, you know, although I shouldn't, Moses probably isn't the best example because Moses was, was kind of a psycho uh, in his, you know what I mean, in his early times, if you guys who read the Bible, you know, know, but, um, you know, even people like Aaron, you know, who, who were obedient and who really, who followed the, the, you know, the instructions of God. So I, I say all this to say this list that we're about to get into is about men who are actively walking with God, who are smiled upon by God, who have achieved favor by God, when those men find a wife, they find what is good. question is, well, two things. Again, are you good as a woman? But as and what we're here for tonight, though, is, fellas, are you actually receiving favor from the Lord? Or are you at the strip club? Or... Do you have a friend with benefits on a Friday night, you know, or are you actively stringing someone along? And a number of other things that we'll talk about tonight. But these are all things that I was guilty of at one point, so I don't want y'all to think I'm, you know, some type of hypocrite or, you know, talking down to y'all because I'm not. I was, you know, I was not at all favored by the Lord. In fact, if this was the Old Testament days, I would have been struck down. Like some of these other guys, you know, who who God did not smile upon and just killed them for the heck of it, uh, because of their, their, you know, their sinful ways. So, um, but let's go through the list. Let's go through number one. Um, and if you guys have it pulled up on your computers, you know, follow along with me from when I posted it a couple of, uh, you know, actually what was it was it yesterday or the day before, Courtney? I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday too. I believe it was yesterday, but. Yeah, you know, just you know, pull it up, check it out, but you know, follow along with us. But um, the number one thing is, and these just like just I did this one the same way I did the first one. It just you know, these are in no particular order, no particular order of importance. But one thing that I do find notable is that did you notice, Courtney, on the first, the first part when I did the ladies, there was a lot of debates, a lot of debates, you know, in the friends group and. You know, on, on the one page and on the other page, and then some of these groups that I'm in, and I'm like, well, well, what the heck? What's going on, Courtney? What's what's all these debates about? What, you know, with the ladies. But when I gave, when I posted the same types of things about the fellas, 
Why were there no debates? I think, honestly, because, you know, the first time when you did the list for the women, you know, some things probably hit home for some women, and, um, you know, they didn't want to feel that, you know, so they lashed out in the form of debating. Let me, let me tell you something like this, ladies. A lot of the problem comes from, you know, the lack of a father being around, you know, the lack of positive men being around, the lack of godly men being around. So when, you know, a Dadon Tolbert comes along, you know, or a Marvin Wells, you know, or a, a, a Virgil Means, you know, comes along, you know, rest in peace to both of those guys, true, true elite men, you know what I mean, true men of God, the best possible men, um, you know, but when when you hear those types of men speak, that is going to be different. That is going to be unfamiliar to you in, in many cases. But I'm just I say that to say you don't have to take offense. You don't have to feel um, defensive. You know you don't have to feel any type of way uncomfortable because we're doing it out of love and we're speaking from a biblical perspective. You know, and so it's not the type of thing where you have to feel like, oh no, nah, he's attacking me. That's not what this is for. You know, it's all about, you know, helping. It's all about self-reflection. So, and I, you know, shout out to the fellas. I'm glad to see that you guys, you know, but that, but then again, that's always been me, though. Like, when you see me around other men, whether it's the barbershop, whether it's these, you know, in, even in the groups, you know, it's you can, t- you can put me around anybody. It's not going to be a lot of debates necessarily because what I say is pretty, you know, it's real. Like, I, you can't debate with someone who's lived a life. You can't say, well, look, this is what men do in these situations. And somebody's like, oh, no, 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 that's not true. When they, you know what I mean, when I've actually done it, you know, when they're doing it now. You know what I mean? Like, I've done it like it's never been done before. So when I speak, the fellas know, like, all right, cool, yeah, he can relate to me. He knows what I'm talking about. He's, he's in my shoes, you know, he was in my shoes where I am now. So you see what I'm saying, guys? So that's, I'm just answering my own question. That's why you don't see a lot of the debates. You don't see a lot of weirdos coming out of the blue saying, well, no, nah, you need to take this off. No, nah, because this is a, a, a an ironclad list of how to find love. Now, whether or not you know, the fellas you know, adhere to this list is a whole other thing, but they're definitely not going to disagree with that list. Do you see what I'm saying, Courtney? Did you notice the absence of those, those, those comments? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, man. So, but you know, it is was. But yeah, let's get into it though. So, number one on the list for the fellas was, you know, you got to lose the friends with benefits. I mean, let's just jump right. Into, I mean, you know, you got to stop having sex. There was a time when, you know, I would be dealing with, you know, three, four women at a time. You know, having sex with at least two of those women at a time. Uh, you know, going to the club specifically to find new women to have sex with. Have on a, This was my Friday night, guys. This was my Friday. This, well, really, this was my Thursday night. So let's say take tonight. Tonight's a Thursday. So I would literally go, you know, chill, be chilling Thursday. But the women that I had been, you know, kind of just fleeing off, you know what I mean, like not really paying too much attention to, they would literally become like stalkers because they knew the weekend was coming up and they knew that they had to put their bid in. They knew that if they wanted to spend some time, they had to start early. So the women who I had been ignoring throughout the week were now like Thursday night calling and calling, texting, saying, what are you doing this weekend? Where are you going to be at? Oh, I know, you, I know you're going to the club. Mm, what you doing this weekend? <laughs> I know you're going. 
just I know you going to the club, so just what club are you going to be at? So I can, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe you know what I'm talking Maybe I get the girls together and we come out. I mean, if I ain't doing nothing, next thing you know, they show up. You know what I mean? Hair done, nails done, toes out, boobs out. I'm like, what the heck? What you prom dress? I'm like, whoa, prom dress? What you? What you? We just at a happy hour. What are you what are you doing in a prom dress? Like, yo, chill. No, but seriously, they would start on Thursday. And so what I'm saying is, in fact, I had to, I'm be, I'm gonna tell a real story. I've never told this story before. And funny it's a funny story. Because this young this this woman was a certified dime and the fellas know, like they saw me the only thing is she was just a psycho. You know what I mean? Like she really she was a little bit older than me. She was like my age um now like how i i'm 36 she was like 36 when i was you know 25 or you know 20 24 or something like 23 i mean she was just like really out there um as far as searching for a man which we all know is not how you should do things but long story short she was really um fiending for lack of a better term to see me i'm mean, not not even to see me because she wanted to have sex with me you know what I mean? Like that because that's but she wanted to be with me, but she felt like if she had sex with me, then then that would, you know, solidify. And I was like, you know I mean, and I had, well, I wasn't pressed. And we'll talk about this, you know, as far as elite men and they're, they're not really pressed about that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like you, ladies, when you come across a guy that's like super pressed to hit it, run in the opposite direction because he's most likely a loser. Um but so the point of the story is she was really just chasing, chasing, chasing. But then I was like, you know, one day I was like, well, look, all right, fine. You know, I'll come over there or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We could, we could do what we got to do. So I went over there, but she was like, but, I, but, you know, and this is just, you guys have heard us talk about this on Barbershop Talk, but Friday and Saturday nights, ladies, is not, is, you know, it's not the night that you chill with women who you're already dealing with you know, or having sex with, or even can have sex with. Friday and Saturday nights is prime time, and this is if you're not in the ready-to-settle-down stage, but it's prime time, um, not dating hours, but clubbing hours, or, you know, going out with the homies so that you can acquire new numbers. Acquiring new numbers every night. Me and Marv, if, you know, this is one of the things me and him bonded on. It really became so close because he knows, like, we would just sit up and, like, talk about this stuff, man. Like, wow, I can't believe someone else can relate. But, you know what I mean? Like, there were there would be times when we would just go out but not even care about the women who were actually begging us to stay in. You know what I mean? Not our girlfriends, but just women who wanted to chill. So what I'm saying to you, ladies, is that's how you know a man is is not, you know, pressed. That's how you know a man is not in the ready-to-settle-down stage. This young woman I'm referring to wanted me to stay in so bad. She was willing to have sex with me, but... What what was the what was the butt, Courtney? You talk, what was the butt? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what Bad the butt personality? was. What was it? No, 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 no. I mean, it was it was conditional. The sex was conditional. She she said, "Look, I I'll, I'll give you some." And this was someone who looked like a. I'm gonna tell you who she who she looked like. See, I'm not afraid. I see a lot of guys say, "Well," and women have Chris. They say, well, "Why do you gotta?" You know, why do you have to say who you find is so attractive? What if some women don't look like that? Then they'll be I'm like, what? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the heck are you crazy? 
They, I'm not mistaken. Women have actually said that. I've gotten in trouble for just saying my opinion on the type of women who I find to be beautiful. Because it offended certain women who look like Sherry Shepard, certain women who look like uh, uh, Cheryl Underwood. I'm, and, 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 you know, no disrespect to them, but I'm just saying what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Don't, but anyway, let's keep it moving. Um, but you see what I'm saying? So, so the condition, <laughs> I'm tripping tonight. The condition, the condition was that if we, you know, we, we did what we had to do was I spent the night with her. Now, a lot of people are saying, what the heck? Well, <laughs> you crazy. Even the fellows listening tonight, they're like, well, okay, you got a, a, a dime that looks like a mixture of Lisa Ray and Jennifer Lopez, you know what I mean, balled up into one, some type of black and, black and Puerto Rican mixture, you know, something crazy. You know? And, and that was, I was a psycho back then, don't get me wrong. Um, but they were saying, that she was saying that, you know, if you, you know, if you come over, you got to spend the night. And in my mind, I couldn't even, at that time, um, I couldn't even fathom not being in, out, out and about, not being in the mix, not having the opportunity to seek out new women. A lot of women are saying, whoa, what the heck? You know, what are you, crazy? But, but that's how it is a lot of times when, when you're in that stage. That's how I know how real it is. You can't, and a lot of women, unfortunately, are trying to date men in that stage, in the player stage, in the going out stage, but it just doesn't work. They have to organically move from that stage, you know what I mean, on, on their own. So, so I, that's what, that was, you know, one of the things. Now, I'll let you guys use your imaginations as far as, you know, what actually happened. You know, did I go over, did I not? Did we have sex? Did we not? Did I spend the night? Did I not? I'll let you guys discuss in the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group. That can be a discussion topic. You know, what do you guys think happened? You know, maybe I'll tell you guys later. But so so there's that. You have to, I say all that to say, number one on the list is to lose the friend with benefits. So that's the funny thing. People are really thinking like, yo, did he or did he not? And you don't know. <laughs> Because you know, that's the craziest thing. You really have no idea. Because I'm so unpredictable like that. And because I, I wouldn't even been able to predict what I would have done on that night. And the answer will, will actually surprise you. Real quick, Corey, I'm not going to tell you right now. But what do you think happened? Oh, I don't. I don't think you spent the night, and I don't think you smashed either. Interesting. Oh yeah, right, we'll, we'll 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 talk about that another time though. Um, that's just what I'll do. <laughs> this is what I'll do. I'll tell any. I'll tell my clients that. You know, if you guys were, if you guys are, are you know a current client, then I'll tell you. I'll let you know if you're interested in knowing. I'll let you know. And if you want to be a client, shoot me an email or call me at eight five five fifty five three nine, and we'll you know we'll work on some things. But I'll let you guys know. It's, that's exclusive information. Um, but so there's that. Um. Yeah, you got to lose the friend with benefits, fellas. You know, you know the guys out here are having a lot of sex. The guys out here are the root cause of many of the women's emotional unavailability. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, I get it. Like I said, I've, I've done it. I know what it's like. You know, it's but in this, you know, tonight's show is really, I mean, on the low, really for the ladies. 
You know what I'm saying? Because you guys, I know what my audience is. I know the fellas listen, but at the same time, you know, my, you know, still, I got to give y'all some information, some behind the scenes information, ladies. The reality is, it's and the fellas notice, we're doing it. Not, I mean, obviously not for the right reasons, not from a biblical perspective, because usually when you're in the player stage, you're not really li- living life, you know, for God, you know. But the reality is, is that, you know, it's all for the purpose of finding love. You know, Marv would tell y'all that. Y'all got a chance to, you know, witness a lot of exactly what I'm saying just through Marv. Y'all didn't hear the end results of his stories, but I did. You know what I mean? So trust me, like, everything I'm saying, you know, just fast forward his story to the part y'all didn't hear, and, and you know, here and here you have it. But, yeah, you know, that it was all for the goal of finding love. It was all with the purpose of 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 leaving the club alone, leaving the women alone who were feeding, actually being able to and willing to pick up the phone when they call and say, you know what, I'm actually seeing someone now, or you know, I need you to do me a favor and just lose my number. You know, in fact, can you do me a favor and you know what I'm saying, <laughs> call so and so and just tell her that you know, or or you know what I'm saying, call let me call her you on three way with my new girlfriend on the phone and say, Court never happened to you. Everybody ever, ever call you on three-way to say, hey, look, don't call me anymore, anything like that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, do tell. Oh, do tell. A three, it was a three-way uh, call. Um, yeah, and I, I did get a phone call. I was just saying that, well, it was really, I'll be honest, I knew the guy had a girlfriend, and, um, you know, I was trying to break them up, and the um, that's yeah, because I was sleeping with him at the same time she was. So I got mad that he was with someone else. And so I, you know, tried to start some drama. So he, um, they both called me, and just basically, in a nutshell, he just said that, like, he was with her and, you know, really just to move on. So, hmm. yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, and that's Steve, and that's, that's what I'm saying, because that's how, it, that's usually how it goes. You know, or that's one of the ways that it can go, I should say. So it, it's all, you know, just understand, ladies. And I'm not – one of the things I got into a debate with someone a long time ago, was, well, I can't believe that an elite man or a true man of God would have jump-offs. Well, I'm like, well, look, I mean, that's the thing about it. You're not going to hear elite men. You're not going to hear true men of God calling themselves true men of God. Or I'm a, You'll never, ever, and have never, ever heard me say, I'm an elite man. That's not what I do. No one has ever heard me say that. Never will you ever hear me say that. If that's what you guys want to say, I mean, hey, that's on you. But I, that's not, you see what I'm saying? We're just all individuals striving for, you know, to, to get better, with you know, with God. You know what I mean? You can't put yourself up on a pedestal. You can't, you know what I mean? We're all just at the same point. We're all in the same position, just trying to find love and, and be happy and, and, you know, get to heaven. That's that's everyone's ultimate goal. And so what I'm saying here is, is that, you know, you have to, ladies, understand, though, it's for a purpose. It may not always be the right purpose or be done the right way, but the ultimate goal is finding love, okay? Well, you know, those nights going to the club, it was for love. It was looking for love. Should we have been looking for love in the club? Of course not. You, no, it's easy to say that now looking back. But when you see these guys going out, you think they're going out because they love hanging out with the homies so much? You think they actually like going, you know, paying $20 just to park, $30 just to get in, $15 for one drink, 
you know, buying somebody another drink. Well, I never do that, but another 15 you know, $100 a night, if not more, just to, you know, just to have a night out. No, it was all for a purpose. It's amazing. I, I look back, I'm like, wow, I would spend like $100 just on, on one night, but then do it multiple nights in the weekend. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. For what? Just to find love. Or just for the chance of finding love. Or just for the chance of finding someone that could be something other than a one-night stand. A lot of ladies don't understand the importance of being something other than just a one-night stand. Something other than just a nice fat booty. Something other than a nice pair of perky boobs. That is, There's more to life, guys. Life is about more than that. And once you understand that, then you can put yourself up in, on a different level to be viewed and treated a different way. And the men will view you a different way. But, fellas, it all starts with you. You've got to leave that life alone. And you can't wait for a woman, because I had to find this out the hard way. You can't wait for a woman to take you out of that life. You have to do it yourself. You have to do it with the intention of wanting to be pleasing to God. You see what I'm saying, guys? your thoughts on that? Wow. I didn't even, um, a couple of things. One, I didn't even look at it that way, you know, as far as men going to the club, you know, looking for love. I I just thought that women did that. That's what I used to think because that was the reason I was doing it. And, I, you know, I used to think that men, you know, they were just doing it just to have fun, just to hang out. Like I, I didn't know that it was with, you know, that purpose. So that's the first thing. And then also, I didn't know also that, you know, men had to take themselves out of it, out of that life themselves and actively make that decision. I used to always think that, you know, it would have to be a woman that, you know, would show up and change them. I don't think that anymore, but I used to think that. Yeah, and then that's they, good. they decide that, yeah. Yeah, a lot of women, Then I, you know, I'll ask a lot of women, you know, through counseling, I'll say, you know, ladies will why why would you stay with someone for so long, you know what I mean, or deal with someone for so long when it was clear that they were not, you know, in that stage, they were not looking for that with you? And they say, well, I thought that I could change him. I thought, you know, I've heard you do the shows on the three stages of men, the player stages, you know, and different things. I thought that maybe I could, you know, you know, have a different result. I thought that I could be the one to... um you know, to to move him into that next uh, stage, but that's you know you have to find that out the hard way. You you know that's not how it works. It doesn't happen like that. It, you know, like Courtney said, you have to that man has to do it on his own. He has to do it with a genuine purpose of of wanting to be pleasing to God. You know, and, and that's um, you know unfortunately a lot of men. Well, most men, because most men, you know, are not true men of God. The Bible says that be about one in a thousand, you know, men who are actually living life, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, for God. But yeah, so there's that. So leave, leave the, you know, stop chasing sex. You know, it's interesting. You know that we used to go on missions. You know, me and the homies back in the day. Are you, you laughing, Corey? <laughs> I don't know. You heard it, yeah. What's funny about that? What you know about missions? Were were you the mission? Yeah, yeah, I was. Right. I was. Let me tell you something. This there were there are there were missions, you know. And that's the the part of this is that you have to stop chasing sex, you know, okay? Because when you would will drive, 
you know, 45 minutes away, two hours away, five-hour road trip with the sole purpose of seeing what's up with these chicks. Let's see what's up with these freaks. Let's go to this frat party and because we know we're going to be viewed like superstars and then we'll be able to bring anybody back to the hotel room. Let's take that trip. I mean, at the time, you know, it was fun, and you know, but, you know, it's not anything rewarding. In fact, you know, rest in peace, uh, peace to my man Marv, he actually said, this is one of his last words uh, on his Facebook page, and I posted it uh, on the day when I was on my, on my way to his uh, funeral. Uh, this is what he said. And, you know, as one of the most real guys that I've ever met, and he, said, he posted it, James 1.12, says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. And that's, that's something I, me and him talked about. You know what I mean? Like, he used to tell me, like, yo, he's like, yo, man, I know we just did this show, but temptation is crazy out here. I said, I feel you. You know what I mean? Like, so these were real words. You know, like, he act, you know, temptation is real. But the good news is that blesses the man that, that that is tempted by the by the freak chick that's sweating him. Blessed is the man that's that endures that text message saying, "What's up, sexy? Are you coming through?" Yeah, I know you're with her, but can I see you later? You see what I'm like? That's what the word is referring to. The word is real. The word isn't just when you're in church. The word is when you're in the club. The word is when you're about to have sex, ladies. The word is when you get that text message from your baby's father and he says, can I come over? Blessed is the man that endures temptation. Blessed is the woman that endures temptation. For when they are tried, they shall receive the crown of life, the blessings of God, which the Lord has promised to those that love him. This is what Marv said after that. He said, thank you, Lord, for keeping my mind stayed on you. I used to be in the clubs on Friday and Saturday nights, only to wake up the following morning disappointed and unfulfilled. We're going to talk about this in a second. But he goes on to say that, but God has given me a purpose in life. He wants me to lead by example so that others will follow. During this journey, I will lose friends. But God has blessed me more than any friend I've ever had. I will continue to live my life in a way that pleases him. This is, this is, this is deep stuff right here because I'm going to read you all something a little bit later on about a, from a poem that I wrote about 10 years ago. And you'll see how certain types of men are alike. Marv wrote this in 2012. Do you see that? He, you, you guys have heard me say, you know, the same types of things. Thank you, Lord, for keeping my mindset in you because when I used to be in the clubs, I would wake up the following morning disappointed. Well, a lot of women will say, because you know Marv got some sex after at the end of the night. I mean, we all know that, right? I mean, that's not a question. If you go to the club, you leave with someone, you know what I'm saying? But, if you, you know, a lot of women are thinking, that's what this show is for, they're thinking that, these men would be, that's what we want. Well, if we want sex and it's all about chasing the booty, why would Marv say, why have I said, why would just about every man out there say 
that after they get what it appears that we're seeking and searching for, which is the sex, why would we be disappointed and unfulfilled, Courtney? Because deep down, that's not what you want. You want love. Anybody can can get sex. Right. That's the that's the thing that you know a lot of women are not really seeing. You know, this is what I mean. This is as real as it gets. He said, you know, no, I, I wasn't seeking that. You know what I mean? I, I was seeking love. You know, I was seeking God. But you you know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, I, I've left unfulfilled. You know, unsatisfied. Nobody's looking for sex, ladies. But and fellas, because you're not looking for sex, and you know that you're not looking for sex, you have to leave the sex alone. That's what it all comes down to. And a lot of men, unfortunately, will 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 sacrifice their emotional needs, you know, for their physical needs, their temporary physical needs. Which you know, unfortunately, will not um, you know it won't lead to anything um, you know substantial. So I just wanted to share that with y'all. You know, in regards to losing the friend with benefits, stop chasing sex. Marv stopped. He started living his life for God. Started you know seeking a wife, and he was a much happier person. You know, even even over the last several months of his life, you could find out you could see that he was a totally different person, and even you know a much happier person. Uh, the second thing here on this list is to lose the thug and the I don't care about anyone or anything mentality. Know any thugs, Courtney, or men who wanted to give the uh, appearance of being a thug? Yes, yeah, I knew guys like that. What was that all about? Oh, personally, I mean, I don't know, but, you know, I can guess probably, you know, not having a father um, in the home or, I mean, stuff like that. Or it could just be, you know, the effects of a bad relationship. But I do know guys that walked around like that, just like with a chip on their shoulder and didn't show any type of um, emotion. I think deep down it's, you know, it's a deeper problem that's not talked about. Yeah, there are, there are a lot of guys out here, unfortunately, you know, uh, who uh, have not, you know, been blessed with love, who have not been blessed with a father, have not been blessed with a mom in many cases, not been blessed with positive uh, surroundings, a positive upbringing, a positive education. And so as time goes on, they find themselves bitter, angry, depressed, violent, um, you know, uh, rebellious, having a serious problem with authority. You know, um, you know, if you if you don't respect your mom and you don't respect your father, ladies, I'm just going to come out right straight. Out, <clears throat> excuse me, straight out and tell you, he's not going to respect you. Okay, I mean, <laughs> any man who does not respect his mom is not going to care about you in the slightest. And, and think about it. You know, why would he? So, you know, one of the first things that you have to do, fellas, is you have to let go of that, you know, that uh that 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 mentality. You got to let go of that anger. You have to let go of the heartache, the pain, uh the uncomfortable um you know, just the uncomfortable upbringing that you may have had, the the violent upbringing that you you may have experienced and and allow yourself 
to live to live life, you know what I mean, like in in a manner that is pleasing. First and foremost, pleasing to God, but that will also be conducive to you, you know, finding love. Have you ever dealt with a thug? Was there ever any uh, appeal of that to you, Courtney? It, it wasn't an appeal just for a short-lived time, though. You know, in high school, um, I, I used to like that for some reason. Maybe because I just, you know, wanted – I, I liked the fact that I had to, to chase, you know, the guy to get his attention. I, I don't know why that was a turn-on for me. You know, the the more the he didn't care. I know. I know that sounds crazy, right? But, like, the more, you know, the less emotion he showed me, the more I fought, you know, to get his attention. Because deep down, that's, you know, that's all I really wanted. So, yeah. I wouldn't, I'm, I'm probably going to rebroadcast this uh, this show over the next uh, couple of days or so, uh, probably like maybe like Friday or Saturday. But there was a, uh, a show that uh, Courtney and I did entitled uh, uh, What These Bitches Want From a Nigga. A lot of you guys may recognize that term from uh, from the DMX song featuring Cisco. Where and that was, you know, really honestly in our ten year history, probably one of the the realest shows that we've ever done. Just because of obviously the the title, just because of the uh, the the topic, where we really went into depth about, you know, how to, as you know, as women identify when you're being viewed as a uh, a, a a a jump off. How thugs are viewing you, you know. How uh, the worst possible men. What that thought process is like. You know what I mean. Like how your actions will influence and dictate how a man is going to view you, and then ultimately treat you. So you know, it's it's definitely one of those um, all time classic shows where we actually played the played the. Uh, the 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 song and broke it down from a lyrical standpoint. So I you know definitely uh, check that out. But yeah, I'll, I'll probably rebroadcast that at some point over the weekend for you guys. Um, but yeah, so there's that you know just lose that lose that I don't care because if you have an I don't care mentality, then how can you care about a woman? How can you care about her feelings? How can you love her heart? How can you cherish her heart? You know what I mean? How can you give her your heart? You know, a lot of women. There's this you know we were uh, debating in the group the other night. <clears throat> A lot of a couple of women were asking, um, well, you know, using the term emotionally unavailable to describe men, you know, and and shout out to I forget who it was, but a couple of people, you know, were able to see that that's, you know, that's not a term that's applicable to men, you know, and a lot of women say, well, what do you mean, you know, it's it's all biblical. When you look at it from a biblical standpoint, the goal is what the word says, you know, which is he who finds a wife finds a good thing. You know a thing you know that is good and obtains the favor of god so if if the question the ultimate question is based on that scripture is are you emotionally available to be found by the man that God has for you? That's what the whole definition of emotional availability means, so when you understand what it means, which is are you in a position as a woman for God to set that special man aside who's achieved his favor, you know, aside specifically for you? Are you emotionally available for him to do that? 
then when you understand that, you're not going to be referring to men as being emotionally available because it's not applicable. The, the term would be, are you an elite man? Are you the type of man who is living life that to the point where you have achieved the favor of God to, so that when you, know, when you find that wife, it will be someone that is good? That's the is that I know that for many some of you guys get it most of you guys get it but some people that's very unclear they start well what about the men they don't what about these emotionally unavailable men out there I'm like uh, when's the last time you tuned into the show you know what I mean which is most likely in their cases never but you see what I'm saying Courtney is that what put it like this was that ever unclear to you No I I understood it I understood it but I mean it's good that we're talking about it just to clarify. You know, men aren't being found by women. We're not, we're not the hunters. You know, it's the opposite. So let me say something else. Also, you know, we as men are not <clears throat> in a position. You know, we're not put here to to be found. We are the hunters. You know, it's our job to you know to be out here seeking women. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what we're here for. You know what I mean? Like we're we're here to, <clears throat> you know, to, to to you know to find that special woman that we can set aside for us and, and spend the rest of our life with. And if you as women, <clears throat> for any reason, have adopted a similar mentality that you have to find a husband, or that you're going to go out here and be looking. Or be searching. Well, then that's you know that's you, you're a couple things are out of sync. You're not one. You're struggling with a serious lack of faith. You know, there's a lack of faith that you know God will bless you. God will do what He said He's going to do. So it's like it's like if you lose, if you miss a bus. Okay, you, you, it's a rainy day and you miss the bus. You know, at the end of the day, you know that's the last bus. There ain't there ain't no buses, no other buses coming. But if you know that there's that, you know, what I'm saying like there are other buses coming. Are you going to be that upset that you missed that bus, Courtney? No, because I know another one's coming. Right, you know another one's coming. But what happens a lot of times is when you, as a woman, have been hurt, you've been lied to, you've been abused, you've been taken advantage of. And as a result, you've lost a lot of your faith in, you know what I'm saying, in God. You're not going to have that level of confidence that another bus is coming, if you will, that another man is coming. You will feel like, you know what, this is it. You know what I mean? This is this is as good as it gets for me. So, you know, and, and so and, and if I don't make something happen, then it ain't going to happen. But that's what you have to realize. You don't have to make anything happen when you believe. You don't have to find someone. All you have to do, is, you know, is, is just be you. All you have to do is chill. All you have to do is delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. That's that's really, I mean, I know it seems, you know, maybe a little complicated, but that's actually all you have to, uh, you know, that has to be done. But, yeah, let's get back into this list, though. What else? Uh, well, first of all, what do you think about this list so far? I like it. I do. I'm looking forward to the other ones. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, we're just real quick. We're gonna be doing, um, like I told you, I was I've been in the Old Testament a lot lately, and um, you know, reading about the Ark of the Covenant, you know, the Ten Commandments, and um, I actually want to do a uh, not I want to do. I'm actually gonna do. We're gonna do a show, you know, on the Ten Commandments next week. You know, we're gonna do a show where we literally break them down from a uh, you know a obviously a biblical standpoint but but also we're going to tie them into uh you know uh you know everyday life you know you know like when we talk about thou shalt not murder we're going to talk about Trayvon Martin we're going to talk about George Zimmerman we're going to talk about you know Malcolm X we're going to talk about King we're going to talk about these niggas out here killing each other black on black crime we're going to talk about a lot of it from an everyday perspective but also from a biblical standpoint when we talk about you know sex and we talk about honoring your father and mom you know when you talk because a lot of people when they think of the 10 commandments they just think of the 10 commandments but what a lot of people don't realize is there were a whole whole whole, whole lot of other rules you know and, and guidelines for how we should live life that came after that. You know about that, Courtney. You guys who read the Bible, you know about that. It's not just the Ten Commandments. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot more. It's a whole you know what I mean, it's a whole bunch of stuff that's tucked away in the in the ark. You know what I mean? So we'll um we'll definitely uh, get into that next week. It's gonna be an exciting show. Definitely you excited about that one, Courtney? Yes, I am. I am. Yo, man, it's a lot of stuff in the Bible. You know what I mean? Like, really, I mean, I say that to say, you know, really, guys, just just get into it. You know, and I, I say that to y'all a lot, man. You know, just um, you'll see, you know, so much stuff from an entertainment standpoint, how people take stuff and make a mockery of stuff. You'll see how people, you know, from the legal system, our current legal system, our current government, you know, politics, um, you know, music, you know, other religions, it all comes from the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, everybody's name, like 90% of these names, you know what I mean? Your name, you know, my name, half these names out here, I mean, maybe except for Shaniqua, you know what I mean? But like, you know, a lot of the most common names are straight from the Bible, you know? So, and you know, but we'll we'll talk more about that as we um, go. And I'm, I'm getting to a point also, as we get closer and closer to to the end, you know what I mean? And when I say the end, I mean, you know, these are the last days. I mean, you know, we're seeing the entertainers be, you know, making their agenda, you know, these politicians, the government making their agenda more, you know, more known and more out there. You know, I'm I'm at a place where I'm, you know, it's just, it's time, it's go hard or go home. I mean, I'm not really concerned at this point, I haven't been for a very long time, you know, about ratings or, or, or popularity or you really or anything. It's just about, you know, being pleasing to God and, you know, being uh, obedient and talking about the things that you guys, that I know you guys would benefit from. And that's really all it is. And it's a very liberating thing. It's, you know, not really just, you know, who listens is, is who listens, who's blessed is who's blessed. And, you know, that's it. Keep it moving. Is that, I mean, do you, don't you get some peace with that, Courtney, when you live life? From that perspective, not really caring about anything um, other than, you know, being pleasing and obedient to God? Yeah, because that's all that really matters at the end of the day. It does. Right. But don't get me wrong. We're going to still talk about a lot of things that you guys want to hear us talk about, you know, things that you guys, that we're known for. But at the same time, 
You know, I'm not going to lose sleep over doing a show that's unpopular, you know, or that's not going to be people-friendly or ratings, you know, friendly. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, and although historically I've I've been wrong, though. You know, like a lot of times the shows that I think are not going to be some of the highest rated have actually been some of the highest rated, which tells me a lot of things. You know, you guys got to give you guys more credit, man, you know, but it is what it is. But, yeah, so if you guys are just joining us, though, we're talking about the 10 steps uh, for, for the fellas, uh, finding love. You know, we're uh, a part two of our, you know, initial sp- special on uh, what the ladies can do in order to find love. Uh, but where are we at? So, uh, fellas, and this is, uh, there, this is actually, you guys got a couple bonuses because there were a couple points that I added to this list that were not on the original list that I posted online. One of those uh, things being communication, okay, communication. you got to get your communication uh, game up, if you will. You have to learn how to listen, fellas. Um, you know, the ladies, they need someone who's willing to listen. You have to learn how to, uh, you know, humble yourselves, at, you know, at times and just, you know, remain silent. But at the same time, you got to know how to articulate. You know, we, we get a bad rap, although this is not the case for true men of God. But a lot of weirdos out here, a lot of psychos, they, they do not know how to communicate without being loud, without cursing, without being obnoxious. So we as men have to try to collectively do a better job at communicating, even amongst ourselves. You know, we see a lot less violence. We see a lot less crime. You know, we see a lot less murder if we would just learn how to talk to one another and say, hey, look, you know, what's your issue? You know, or, this, you know, how can, did I offend you? If so, I apologize. Or why did, why were you offended if, you know, this is what I actually meant versus what was said? Or, or whatever the case is, you know, communication is key. You know, in fact, any relationship is destined for disaster without healthy communication. A lot of times people think, oh, couples break up over sex, couples break up, uh, break up over over money, couples break up over, uh, you know, infidelity. I mean, really none of those things are the case, but what ends up happening is there's a breakdown in communication. You know, most of you guys know from a counseling standpoint, you know, I do a lot of um, individual counseling, a lot of, you know, a lot of one-on-one counseling women around the world, but I have over the years done a good amount of couples counseling, and what I found is that the the problem there's very infrequently problems that cannot be resolved with couples. You know, couples are coming to me as a last result, you know, last resort. Excuse me. Um, you know, they feel they're ready ready to break up, ready to divorce, or whatever the case is. But I'm like, well, look, I mean, what what is the actual issue? Well, how do you feel? Well, no, no, no. I said, how do you feel? Don't let me, let them talk. Boom, let them talk. Then once you actually both people end up hearing, because they're not listening to each other, when they're actually forced to be quiet and listen to all of the objections that the other party has, they actually can see from that person's perspective, like, wow, okay, these are some things that I do. These claims are valid. You know, so fellas, you got to learn to communicate. Has that ever been an issue with you? Yes, it has. And I mean, everything you're saying is on point. And it just came from, you know, the communication not being where it should have been because of, you know, taking things personally or, you know, thinking that you know that person's intentions 
you know, just thinking you know what they meant and really you, you're totally off base, you know, because you came in with the wrong assumptions um, instead of just communicating and just, you know, asking questions. And then also just the tone of voice. You know, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. So that um, that makes a difference too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you really have to, um, you know, don't, don't get so caught up. So as you guys out there and uh, down south and up there in Chicago, so don't get so in your feelings that you cannot stop and listen to what the other person is actually saying because you never know you might actually be right. That's the crazy thing. You might actually be right, but because you're unwilling to really effectively listen, you might end up being wrong. I'm let that marinate for a little bit. Just let that, let that, you know what I'm saying? Let that soak in a little bit. It's deep. <clears throat> uh, what else, man? What else is going on out here, Courtney? What, anything that you wanted to add to the list? Any, any things that you've ever thought about and said, wow, you know what? That should be something that these men should do. Not that, not anything that wasn't already on there. Okay. But um, if I think of something, I will get back to you. <laughs> Have I ever let you have I ever let you know that you're a psycho? Have I ever said that? Yes, all the time. <laughs> all right, cool, cool. Yes. I'm just making just making sure. <laughs> all right, let's see what else is going on here. But uh, so there's communication. One of the things that I've also added to this list was this is something a lot of women don't understand. You know, a lot of men out here they treat put it like this: they, a lot of men are incorrectly incorrectly labeled dogs and players. But the reality is many men are just confused, okay? They're not doing what they're doing with malicious intent. But when I say they're confused, they're not confused about what they want. They know men, nobody's confused about what they want. All men want love. All men want a wife. There's not a man out here who doesn't have sex with other men who does not actively pursue Finding the woman he's going to spend his, the rest of his life with, you know what I'm saying, every day. He, that's what we all want. Any heterosexual man is going to want that special someone. I can guarantee you that. No man wants to be single. Any man who claims he wants to be single just wants to be single when he's around you. He doesn't want to commit to you. And a lot. So that's what I mean. When I say confused, y'all say, oh, he's confused. These men don't know what that. No, no, no. He knows what he wants. He just doesn't know how he wants to interact with you. He doesn't know the best way to seek what he ultimately wants, but while juggle having his cake and eating it too. That's the confusing part of it. It's like, Dak, she's got this body. She, you know what I'm saying? She, she cooks a great steak, but I really just don't want to be with her. You know what I mean? I just, you know what I mean? I don't want to be with her. I just want to have sex with her. But at the same time, I don't necessarily want to let her go out into the world and, 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 you know, and sever all ties with her. So what you ladies, that's what it is from our perspective, from a male perspective. But you guys are looking at it and saying, oh, he's just playing games. He doesn't know what he wants. He's a dog. He just wants sex. No, it's not that he wants sex. He actually ironically wants someone that he can chill with and not have sex. But if you're dealing with someone who you only view in a sexual manner, well, then guess what you're going to do? You're going to try to have sex with them every time you see them. 
You ever notice that, ladies, that every time he sees you, he has to have sex, and if he's not going to have sex with you, then he doesn't see you? Well, there you go. That's what this is about. So it's because that's how he views you. A lot of women are dealing with, oh, this, I'm about to piss the world off right now. A lot of women are dealing with men who only view them in a sexual manner, but then get mad when those men only chase sex with them. What kind of stuff is that, Courtney? Right. It's like, yeah, I mean, you know that you're being targeted for sex, but at the same time you want something special, you know, with that guy. You want him to magically view you differently. Right. I mean, you know, there's really not a a reason for that. You know, there's not really, I mean, there there would be no reason for a man to view you differently if all you do is is allow him to continuously view you and treat you the same. You, you see what I'm saying, guys? So um, what I would say is, you know, just take take your time, fellas, and, and make a decision about what you want and the best way to go about getting it. Because if you know, because see, one of the things that we, I think, as men a lot of times fail to realize is that God doesn't bless mess. You know what I mean? God doesn't bless... Uh, you know, foolishness. God is not going to bless, you know, sin. So if you, you know, like I said earlier, if you have that friend with benefits, you're not going to be blessed. And what happens a lot of times is that, um, you know, you have these men who are in that 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 player stage, and this is where the cheating happens. This is where the the problems start because this is what happens, and this is what happens for most of you guys. Who are who are or who are divorced or who are married or unhappily married? A lot of times, the man is viewing you in that way. He's viewing you for sex, for convenience, and so he gets older. Maybe there's a couple kids involved. You know, the ki- the, the clubs start drying out. That's not really his scene anymore. He's getting tired of living a double life. So he says, "What the heck? You know what? Let me just go ahead, settle down. Let me just go ahead." Get this cheap ring for you know what I mean. Go down to the jewelry store, get this you know four hundred dollar ring, and you know call it a day. You know, and that's not what you want, ladies. And it's really ultimately not what we want. And so because it's not what we want, we end up being unhappy. We end up being unfulfilled and unsatisfied with life. So then there becomes the perpetual search for happiness. You know, and that's, you know, through cheating, through affairs, you know, going, you know, hitting these online uh, dating sites and creeping. And, you know, it's just not a uh, strip clubs. You know what I mean? It's not a fulfilling life. What are your thoughts on that, Courtney? It just made me think of um, the couples that are engaged for long periods of time and just never marry. I just wonder, you know, that's because the man is still searching. Even though she has the ring, he's still searching for someone else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens all the time. That definitely happens all the time. You know, he's still searching. But here's the thing. A lot of times, you know, you hear men saying, well, you know, I'm a re- I'm, I hung up, you know, my player card or whatever it is and turned it in. Well, that's really – but guess what? Muhammad Ali retired, you know, uh, who else, man? You know what I mean? People retire all the time. Michael Jordan, you know, people will, re- will retire, but they can't seem to leave it alone. So just because a, a player 
seemingly has retired doesn't mean he's retired for good. Maybe he's coming back out of retirement one last time. You know, and so I mean, which is which is deep. You know, a lot of women are lit. So I, I say all that to say, don't overlook and, and think that just because you got the ring, just because you actually even got married, all marriages are not of God. Y'all know that, right? You know what I mean? You can get married. That doesn't mean you're doing things, you know, the way God wants you to do them. So you know, it's one of those things where you really have to, uh, you know, you have to be smart about it. You know, you have to do it God's uh, God's way. Have you ever been disobedient? Yes, I have wanted to do things my way because I felt like God was taking too long. You know, mm-hmm. wanting to search for love on my own. Going on um, Match.com, black people meet, because I said, you know what, God, you're taking too long. So let me just speed up the process, and it just ended up being a hot mess. Well, that and that's the thing. You can't speed up the process. You know, now, I shouldn't say that. You can speed up the process, but not in the, not by doing what you said, not by going on Black People Meet, Match.com, Plenty of Fish, or whatever these sites are, these ridiculous sites, um, you know, Black Planet. Uh, it's about speeding up the process by getting more in the Word, speeding up the process by putting your breast away, speeding up the process by living your life trying to help others, you know, and be a blessing to others. A lot of times people look on Facebook. Let me tell you all something real quick, man. You know, when you all see people, you know, because I don't want to see a lot of these uh, posts not getting any thumbs up, man. You know, like if you see somebody who, like in the friends group, you know, like like a lot of people will, will just post scriptures, you know, like I started day off in the morning posting scriptures, Courtney. You know, I, me personally, I may miss some. I'm sure I do. But I try to support, you know, people, even if it's just with a thumb up or an encouraging word, you know, because it it's, you know, that takes a lot. You know, when you put, a, you know, a scripture out there, you're not just putting, oh, yeah, I'm watching Love and Hip Hop out there. No, you're, you're, you're trying to be obedient to God you're, by, by doing something that's going to be a blessing to others. So we should, everyone should support that, you know. And and there's, a, I mean, seriously, I'm putting people out there. Like if you will 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 comment on posts about sex or relationships or dating or or, or entertainment stuff, but you will ignore at the stuff that matters, which is the word of God that are, that people are doing with the sole purpose of being a blessing to you and others. Like that's that's a problem. And I'm not going to put anybody out there now, not not this time. But consider yourselves warned. Because seriously, it doesn't take but a second, a millisecond, to just give a thumb up to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, encourage them. Is, is that right, Courtney? I mean, is that is is that fair? Yes, that is fair. That is fair. You know, like, you know, like when I do these, these Bible trivias over in the friends group, you know, y'all may not know the answers, but y'all should at least search for the answers or at least... You know, show some love to the people who do find the answers. This is, listen, guys, what we're talking about is love. These, these, part one and part two is about finding love. It's about finding love. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we all want. The people who are doing this stuff, that, that's how you find love. It's, it's by living your life for Christ. Marv said it. I'm saying it. Virgil said it years ago. You know, these are things that you have to do. 
So support people and encourage people when you see them doing it. And if you're struggling, well, we'll support you too. But don't, you know what I'm saying? You guys get it. Don't ignore people. Don't be a psycho. Now, so now that that public service announcement is out of the way, fellas, you got to lose because it's not when I mean, we're seeing just craziness out here. You got the the loose the loose baggy you know non fitting stuff hanging off your, your you know your butt cracks the baggy clothes the, the 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 whole disheveled look you know the gangster look the thug look the no no haircut look these young weirdos out here wearing boxes you know getting these ridiculous parts through their head look ridiculous you look ridiculous guys you got to stop that that stuff. You know, these, these super fruity guys, metrosexuals, extra tight clothing, that's not cool. If you sh- if you wear jeans or or or, uh, or pants from H and M and you're a man, that's that's a problem. You know, H and M they don't make clothes for heterosexual men. Now see, I may go in there and get a sweater. I might get a shirt, but Normally, my sh- I wear size large, right? Why the heck do I have to get a double XL if I shop at H and M? I don't wear a double XL, Courtney. You know what I'm saying? Wow, everything's tight. It's super tight, but the, but the jeans are blatant. Like they make they only make skinny jeans. If you buy je- <laughs> if you buy jeans from H and M, they're gonna be skinny jeans. If you buy, I bought a suit from uh from H and M. Like I'm like, okay, nice little linen linen suit online. I'm like, yo, the, the, the freaking pant, the bottoms are like hugging my ankles. Why? What kind of? I don't wear skinny jeans. I had to take that thing right back. I mean, it looked ridiculous. Can y'all even picture me in, in some type of skinny jeans? You know, look looking crazy out here, man. But as crazy as I I would have looked is exactly how crazy these weirdos look. They passed, uh, and this is like on a whole other thing, but I have to talk about it. They passed, uh, you know, uh, you know, the Pennsylvania uh, Supreme Court, you know, uh, struck down the ban on on gay marriage. I said that's okay. I said that's cool. That you know, that's not a big deal. People think that that's a big deal. People say, oh, you know, a judge struck down the ban. But guess what? The the real judge is going to strike down something else pretty soon. So don't worry about that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's all good because when we get into judging others and their lifestyle, hey, that's on them. We're on the we're we're only setting the precedent for moving us backwards to Sodom and Gomorrah. That's all we're doing right now. You know what I mean? So it's all going to happen. You know, back in the day, heterosexual uh, homosexuality was just rampant. You know, bestiality was rampant. All that stuff was rampant. So we're just moving closer and closer towards that, and it will not stop. So don't get mad. The prophecy will come true. You know what I mean? The Bible will is relevant. So you know, I just wanted to touch on some of you. Some of you so what do you think about the you know, Pennsylvania, you know, ruling on gay marriage? I said I don't. I said I read the word and what the word says about you know gay marriage and homosexuality. That's that's the only thing that matters. So those people, they can go ahead and get married and make a mockery of uh, weddings and all this foolishness if they want to. But, uh, you know, the ultimate judge will, will will have his say, you know, at some point. Did you have an opinion on that at all before? I just thought of that. 
honestly, when I saw it, I just could say, all I could say was, okay, I'm not surprised. Like, that's not, it wasn't a big deal because it's like, that's what's to be expected. Like, everybody, I shouldn't say everybody's gay, but homosexuality is being promoted, you know, it's like this widespread thing. So why why is this a, a shock? Oh, yeah. One of the things that you'll see when we talk about elite men, you know, they're, they're men who are not afraid to speak out against sin. They're not afraid to speak out against injustice. They're not against, afraid to speak out against what is popular, you know what I'm saying, what is worldly. They're not afraid to speak out against those things. And and they do it with 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 ease, with you know what I'm saying. It's not a problem. There's no uncomfortability because you're confident in in, in God and what. He, and there's only a very select few men who who you know you you know have that ability. Marv was one of them. You guys know Virgil was one of them. I mean, there's very few. The rest of these guys out here, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it is what it is. Question for you, ladies, is what kind of man do you want to deal with? You know, the funny thing is you see a lot of women saying, you know, what kind of man they want, but a lot of the men, they don't have half the qualities on this list that we're going through today. You know, have you noticed that, Courtney? Yes, I have. Because, I mean, you rarely see those men, you know, nowadays specifically what you were just talking about, you know, speaking out uh, against sin. It's like, you know, most people want to, they, they want to fit in with the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of weirdos out here, man. But um, one of the other things, but just to keep it moving, because I, I, you know, I don't even want to be here all night. Just want to get through these and you know keep it moving. Uh, but one of the things that you know you got to do is focus on personal hygiene, you know, and impeccable grooming. You know, there's nothing you know better than just being able to, um, you know, throw on a nice suit, you know, uh, get the right cologne, not this weird stuff. Stop being cheap with the cologne. Get the good stuff. Get the Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Get the Bulgari, you know, Givenchy, uh, Mont Blanc. Oh, man, that's my that's my ace in the hole right there. I shouldn't have put that out there, man. Now everybody, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Now they, you know what I mean? I done let the cat out the bag. Nobody knew about that one before, but that's the Versace, you know, like those. You know what I'm saying? Get, just get the right cologne, not this weird stuff, man. You got the, got the musk, you know what I'm saying? The older. <laughs> Wait, what the heck? Musk? What the kind of stuff y'all wearing out here, man? These guys get the that $2 cologne, man, from the corner. No, leave that alone. But uh, but seriously, focus on on your, um, you know, hygiene and, and just appearance. You know, you know, shape up at the very minimum every week. Get a cut every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? A little shape up and trim. You guys know what it is. $20 for the cut, $10 for the shape up if you got the right barber. That's how you do it. Other, other, otherwise, you're probably out here looking crazy. You know, you see these guys looking crazy. They're not on the on the right haircut schedule. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Ridiculous. You know, fellas got you know, but but that's what I'm saying. Certain men are gonna know, you know, how to you know conduct themselves, how to how to con- you know carry themselves, how to throw on a suit versus how to throw on some. You know, some Tims, you know, some jeans or, you know, and, and, and make it look, you know, make it look cool. Make it look presentable. You know, I mean, there's, a, there's a time and a place for everything. So, you know, it is what it is, man. 
uh, what else? But uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, then, then also, you you always want to um, you know make sure you you know hit the gym. You know, you want you want to make sure you you get that membership. You know, keep that membership uh, intact. You maybe want to hit the courts every once in a while. Hit the pick up a recreational sport. Don't become a fat bastard. You know, because I mean seriously, what, what's what's so that funny? Now, I'm see, here's sorry. the funny this is the way thing. you said it. Well, no, but here's the funny thing. But let me say that about the ladies, and I'm getting some hate mail. You know, so it's okay for me to say it to the fellas, but if I but if, if I say, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say. But you guys know, like, why do y'all take offense to stuff? Why are y'all so sensitive? Come on, Courtney, you know. Well, not all women are sensitive. Not all women, but you know, most women. Well, I shouldn't say it. Emotionally yeah. unavailable women are sensitive. You know I mean? yeah. Like I could tell you, I could tell you something, Courtney, and you wouldn't take offense because you know you went, you're not a psycho. Or I shouldn't say it's not even about being a psycho, but it's about being, com- you know, comfortable and confident in yourself to the point where you don't have to take offense. If you know you're fat, you shouldn't take offense to someone referencing weight. I mean, keep it real. Am I am I right, Courtney? Right. Right. If like you right. know you're fat. We just did a show the other night. I rebroadcasted our special on on obesity in the black community. Y'all got a chance to hear, you know, my wife. You know what I'm saying? Talk about her her whole fitness. Y'all, you know, if it's you, then and that's what you need to do. Then do it, fellas. If you're fat, get in the gym. You know, lay off the the the, the beard. You know what I'm saying? The, uh, knock out a good hundred push-ups every night. Knock out a good hundred put uh, sit-ups every night. You you know that should get that should be a step in the right direction, you know. Pick up some muscle milk, get this you know protein shakes going on. You know, get a bike, you know. Just you know, stay active, the ladies. No, that's not sexy. Um. So yeah, that's one of the. Again, this whole list is what to do to find love. Everything that we've talked about so far is you know from a female and male standpoint is essential to finding love. A lot of women don't understand. Look, I need to not be fat. No, and that, again, that's no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? That's no disrespect. But as just like the men can't say, what about the men? They are, but me tell the men don't be fat. But then you guys take offense when I say don't be fat. Being fat is not sexy. Being fat is not attractive. Being unhealthy is not attractive. People are dying out here in these streets for being unhealthy. Okay. So, you know, it's not it's actually not a laughing matter. Diabetes is running rampant in the black community. Uh heart attacks, strokes, uh hypertension. These are all things that we as a people that that fried crown fried chicken. You got crown fried chickens up there? No, we have Harold. Okay, all right. Yeah, we got the crown fried chickens, you know, cheese steaks at midnight after you leave the club. I used to do that. You can't you got, you know what I'm saying? Y'all that don't mess y'all up. So leave leave that lifestyle alone. Uh, what else? You know, uh, what else? But no, seriously, my older brother. A lot of people don't know. A lot of y'all do. He was he. Y'all think I'm popular? Y'all think people know me? Y'all Google Imposey Tolbert. That was my older brother. You know, internationally known was you know best friends with the Roots. Was known, grew up with them. Was really a part of their whole crew. Um, you know what I'm saying? He actually died when he was 33. My older brother. 
you know, Imposi Tolbert. Just Google him real quick. Why you know, M P O Z I Tolbert. You know, he come right up free. Photographer, DJ, you know, known all over. But, you know what I'm saying? You know, things happen. You know, when you don't take care of yourself. So I say all that to say, you know, Marv was only thirty six. You know what I'm saying? My brother was thirty three when he passed. You know, people are people are dying out here. So I, I'm not I'm not trying to preach to y'all, but you know, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself. What else we got here on this list? You know, go hit the gym, play play some get you know, I play tennis. Go shoot some hoops. Ladies, go jump double dutch. You, you, do you did you jump double dutch back in the day? Oh, I love it. I still do. That was like one of my favorite things. Did did you turn flicked? You know about turning flicked? Yeah, I did. You were yeah, I wasn't the best. Yeah, I wasn't the best turner, but I was really good at jumping. Yo, what kind of oh, word is that? What what kind of word is flicked? Like who who made up that I actually word? I use that. I just used that like the other day. What the like, other day? Okay. <laughs> In what context was, did you use the term "flicked"? I was saying I forgot. <laughs> so okay. I forgot what I was. Saying, oh, I forgot, but um, I did say flicked it. Yeah, I did. It's a jump you know, rope term. What were you jumping rope? I mean, what, it had nothing what? to do with. It has. It had nothing to do with um rope. That could mean just you're conflicted about something. But if you don't want to say conflicted, you just say flicked it. Oh, is that what it's uh, short for? Because I never knew what it meant. That, yeah, that's another way to use it. That's another way to use it. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, well, look, I, I used to, I never jumped uh, double dutch. I, I was never able, but, you know, when you're a little boy, you used to be able to, you know, get out there and just, you know, used to play. And, and I was actually pretty good at just jumping rope. You know what I mean? Like, I was actually, I, I just, you know, anyway, we'll just leave that alone for now. But, yeah, I was kind of <laughs> good back in the day. But now, I couldn't jump double dutch, but I, I was able to turn. And they, you know, my sister and you know her little friends, like, uh, you turn flicked it. So then I, you know, I got it together. So I, here's a practice. Which you know, I know this is like we don't talk about this stuff. See, a lot of guys are too cool to talk about. This. A lot of guys are too cool to say they actually jumped rope. You know, a lot of guys are too cool to say they played freeze tag and you know uh, all these other games out here, man. You know, but it's, you know, like I say, it's nothing uncool about having fun. You know and I'm saying, guys, you ever had a super soaker? No, I didn't, but I was the target for that, though. People always got me with theirs. <laughs> find out you were a freak, Courtney. No, when I was, like, little, you know, because I was smaller than the other kids. Like, I got targeted just for a lot of pranks and stuff. One of the most <laughs> fun times in my whole life, imagine this, was I don't know who came up with the idea, but when I was up at school, every it was like a summer. It was like one summer where everybody had super soakers. And I'm going to tell you a funny story in a second about my parents, but everybody had super soakers. And, you know, we would, I don't know, and it, we had buckets of water, but long story short, we had the biggest water fight in the history of water fights. The whole, I went to IUP. And so the whole, and shout out to everybody who listens in, who, who went to school with me or, you know, but uh, th- there was a, this was probably like in, 98, I want to say, but all the black people, it's about 15,000 people that go there, and you figure about a 1,000 of those people were black. 
So it was a, a relatively small uh, black community, you know what I'm saying? But so when you saw the black people, it seemed like it was always a lot because a thousand black people is a thousand black people, you know, regardless how you look at it. But we all, it was one night, and we all just agreed to meet on the football field. And there was an all-night water fight on the football field. The cops didn't break it up. The You know, the RAs, it was just nothing but fun. Like, they let the hoses be running. We would just fill them up. People had water, you know, buckets of water, just dumping them up. It was just like the most fun time ever, like, in history. It was like, you know, one of those times. But anyway, just a quick minute. Shout out to everybody who remembers that or, you know, participated. Just one of those nights. But what else can be on this list? Let's go back to it. We have, and this is the funny thing, is how similar this list is to the ladies because it was one of the things on here is letting go of any anger or resentment that you have towards your father or your mom who may not have been there growing up. And as we talked about earlier on, you know, that can definitely prevent you and will prevent you from, um, you know, from having, from having love. Um, what else? But in going back, uh, back once I skipped one, losing the clubbing every Friday and Saturday night lifestyle, finding love in the club is rare and even more rare in the strip club. Now that's interesting. I mean, while I'll put it like this, and this is I know can be somewhat controversial. But I believe that no, I mean you're not. I, I would now put it like this: you're never going to find love if you are living life in a manner that's unpleasing to God. Obviously, if God is love, how can you find love if you're not, you know, being pleased by God? And clearly, you're not being blessed by God, so you can't find love, which only God can give you. But all that being said. You never know what could happen on any given night, you know, and I would suggest anybody not, um, you know, just block out any form of, you know, interacting with the opposite sex because of preset determinations about what that is all about. Like a lot of people say, well, well, I, I, you know, I don't, I would never meet anybody online. I don't online date. Well, why not? Well, I met this guy online and he turned out to be crazy. Okay, so you don't online date because you met one guy that turned out to be crazy? Well, that that's crazy. So, you know, don't do not do that because, interestingly enough, that's actually the exact definition of emotional unavailability, which is using past negative experiences to dictate and determine how you, you know, proceed with life moving forward. You know, a lot of guys will say, well, I don't. I don't. Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't hear too many men saying that. But many women will say, "I don't meet guys in a club." Did you ever feel that way, Courtney? Um, I don't know if I felt that way because I actually went looking for them in clubs, so I can't really say that. What the heck? Yeah, like I was hoping to find someone in the club because that's. I mean, that's the life I was living. So I wasn't even in church like that or anything. So I was just thinking, oh, well, I'm here all the time, so let's see if I can find my future husband in the club. So I'm a little bit different. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that, that's one of those things that, um, unfortunately, you know, it, it is how it is. You know what I mean? Like you, you are going to, in many cases, live life 
based on past bad experiences, but that's why it's important to heal from those bad experiences and not carry them, um, you know, into your future. Um, so there's that. But, you know, fellas, lead a, lead a club's alone. Lead a shaky butt club alone. You know, you're not going to find love in the club. You're not going to find it in the champagne room, you know, when you're just looking for some, some booty to grind on. That's not where you, you know, find love. I used to have this guy. He was a psycho, this homie. He would literally go to, like, this is when we were going to the strip clubs. And so, you know, and it was what it was. We might go to the club, you know, throw a couple tips, get a couple lap dances, you know, keep it moving. This dude, he's going to the club. Yeah, so, uh, yo, hey, what's your name? So, yeah, so I know you dance, obviously, but what do you do outside of here? What do you, you know, you think I could maybe see you outside of here or something? You know, maybe call you something? I'm like, yo, like, yo, what are you doing? You know, I'm like, no, I'm like, Trying to crack, trying to get a number. I'm like, yo, get her number for what? Like, what do you mean? What do you... Nah, man, she seemed cool. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, nah, nah, I'm just going, you know. Well, I mean, he's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I got two numbers in there. I'm like, oh, okay, like that's what's up. What uh, I mean, so what you gonna do? Well, nah, you know, I called. I, I actually got a date with one of them. I'm like, a date? What the heck is it? <laughs> like, a date where? Nah, we're gonna go up to Red Lobster. I'm like. Red Lobster for what? <laughs> no, I just I'm like, so what you going white from? I mean, I see. I mean, if she's cool, you know what I mean. Like, he be like, I'm like, so, you know, so you a wife of a stripper? He's like, well, I mean, well, obviously she would have to stop dancing, but so I'm like, so you wouldn't have a problem with what she, the type of life she like. You you know she just you saw her. Dancing like grinding all up on these dudes, butt naked. And you you'd be cool with that? Well, I mean, you know, I, who, who am I to judge? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh boy, 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 these people, man. No, but yeah, pray for him. But no, but seriously, some of these guys out here will really, um, you know, wife up, wife up hoes. You know, and, and the only reason you guys know we've done a number of shows, strippers will tell you them, themselves they're hoes because when you sack, when you sell yourself for money, you know, and I, I'll be honest with you, I have more respect for some strippers than I do some of you women out here. Well, not you guys who listen to the show, but some of these ladies out here, because you can't, you know, what I'm saying at least they're open about it, at least they're honest about it. They're comfortable. They're, you know, they're comfortable with with what they do. They don't, you know, they're not out here fronting, trying to act like they're someone they're not. And out here being a freak, but then posting Bible scriptures, you know. No, it's like, hey, look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stripper. This is what I do. And when you are able to have closure, you know, when you're able to have peace, you're not going to be blessed. But at the same time, at least you have some type of, you know, you know, openness about it, you know, and realness about it. Um, so there's there's that. Uh, but what else? So yeah, you know, ladies, ladies, clubs alone, fellas. Um, one of the things that we see a lot of out here is that, well, I'll just read what I wrote. I said, you want to lose the thought that your future wife has to be some type of supermodel, you know, or some type of, you know, really supermodel or some type of freak chick or, you know, any, any of that stuff and, and focus on the qualities that actually matter in a wife. Courtney, what are the qualities that the best men, the true elite men, look for in a wife? A great personality, 
a high level of respectability and 100% emotional availability. Right. Ladies, if you guys don't know that by heart and don't self-reflect on that daily, if you work with me privately through counseling, we will work on that daily, we will work on that weekly, and, and, and instill in you the qualities that actually matter. The reality is that most women don't know what, you know, actual men of God look for in a wife. They don't know. And that's not, I'm not saying that, like, y'all are ignorant or anything like that. I'm saying a lot of times you just don't know because you weren't taught. You know, you're not, let's be honest, you're not going to hear this show, you know, with this information on turn on NBC or, you know, really anywhere else for that matter. So, you know, it's not your fault. You know, but be that as it may, you still have to get the information. Because if you're saying, okay, I want to be a wife, I want to find love, well, then obviously you have to know what these men look for. You're not going to go on a job interview but not know what the job description is for that job. You're going to tailor your resume. You're going to doctor your resume. Y'all think I don't know that these resumes are doctored. These resumes are altered. You know what I'm saying? A lot of women out here, a lot of men out here, they they got like five resumes depending on the job that they're applying for. What you laughing for, Courtney? I know your resume is your real resume. Come on, keep it real. You, y'all get me. Y'all, y'all, hold on, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I did not because I'm no better. I I'm gonna tell y'all something. I did it one time, man. I I, I um, moved some stuff around, and I had lost track of what you know I was like. I didn't want that particular job to be on it, so I put one thing on it. But nowadays they have these, uh, or oh, at that time they, I'm sure it's even more high tech now. But they had some type of job verification, uh, you know, technology where they would link the, the actual dates, and they would do something. They were like, well, yeah, we uh, did this uh, something, something. And they were like, well, in order to be further considered from this job, we need you to verify that this, these were the actual dates in which you were at this job because there seems to be some type of, well, oh, okay, let's cross that one off the list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess I won't be working there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody's looking like, what? Like they don't know what I'm talking about, man. Come on. A lot of guys out here be be fronting out here. Don't you laughing at Courtney? Since since the people won't press one and, and, and keep it real, what you laughing at? Well, let's hear. I see some calls on the line. We'll go to the phone lines. What's your story? Keep you ever done that? No, what I you know was, about? No, I I was just laughing. It's just the fact that um you know when people call and say you know they can't verify your employment, then you have to make up some <laughs> lie. I mean, because I, I, I've done that in the past, not, not on the side of, you know, the candidate, but on the side of the employer, like, you know, screening resumes. So that's what I was laughing uh, Come on, Courtney. You've done, you done it on on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to pull me down with you. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, I, I had like four different... <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines, man. Let me take you off the hot seat, man, because it don't get you to lie. Let's go to the phone lines. I see a call here on the line from the uh, what's this, 718 area code. Welcome to the Data on Tolbert Show. Brother Data Don, Lady Courtney, can y'all hear me? Oh, yes, sir. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, this is Ray from Staten Island. Long time no talk. Good to be with y'all again. Yeah, man, good to have you, man. What's been going on? What you think about tonight's show? 
Well, I'll tell you I'll tell you this. Um I haven't I haven't been on um Facebook as much as I used to, but I checked my email and it said you were going live tonight talking about, you know, the 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 ten the ten ways the ten uh ways uh men and women can find love and I'll i I'll tell you this right now, um you know, firstly, I'm dealing with health issues. It's funny you talk about diabetes because I have type 1, but my doctor out of rate. But in the meantime, while dealing with these health issues, I've done a lot of self-reflection. Stuff. And, um, you know, and, and and I feel like, you know, God is preparing me, readying me to be that hunter. But that's all going to be on his time. So your advice is and always has been very helpful, and I'm I'm personally glad that I I have no regrets. Cool man, I, I appreciate you man. Good good to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate the love. Yeah, definitely man. Um, you know, just to, I, I keep my man on all night just but but just because we're you know a little bit short on time. You know, I, I definitely appreciate the love though, man. Um, health is important, man. We definitely pray for him. You know that 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 uh. You know, type one diabetes is, uh, you know, will be taken away, man. You know, so, you know, <clears throat> but it's real out here. It's definitely real. But yeah, let's go back to the phone lines though. Six four six two zero 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 three six six. You guys have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything? Um, call from the five zero one area code. Welcome to the Data on Tober Show. Hi. Good evening. How are you? Oh, doing well. How are you? I'm good. I think I'm losing you a little bit. Can can you hear us? Uh oh. She I think she got the track phone. Are you still there? Okay. If you can hear us, give us a call. Give us a call right back because we we lost you. And I think I just I think I might have lost somebody else when I was trying. I clicked her off, man. I'm just messing everything up. But look, give us a call back, man. Six four six two zero 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 three six. Okay. I think here you are now. Can you hear us now? Yes, I can hear you now. Thank you. Okay. Can, yeah, you were going you in me? and out. Yeah, I hear you okay. Okay, great. Um, I was listening to your show last week, and I was was really impressed. I was very impressed. You know, you have um, I tried to go to your – I'm sorry? I, I, well, yeah, you're going – it's it's like a bad connection. You're, like, going in and out. I think you might be in a bad spot. Okay. Can you hear me now okay? I hear. Yeah, I do hear you now. Okay, I just wanted to know, can you elaborate a little bit on your credentials? Um, you know, I know you're a relationship coach or expert. Do you have a counseling degree background? Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, um, I, I, I mean, just in, like I said, in the interest of time, my whole bio is on my website at trctoday.com, so I really don't have a lot of time to go into detail about oh. that. I'm not, To be honest with you, I'm not really sure how that's relevant for tonight's topic, but did you have actual questions or comment, comments pertaining to tonight's show or, or not really? No, I just, I, I did go on your website and I just wasn't able to find where you have a bachelor's degree in counseling or, you know, if you're an actual therapist, and I was just kind of curious if that was the case. Oh, yeah, no, that's not a problem. Like I said, but I would, you know, I appreciate the call. Um, anyone, you know, this young woman or anyone else who's, Curious about me, as I mentioned, uh, trctoday.com. My entire bio is, you know, is there. I don't, you know what I'm saying, I'm not into, you know, I'm not going to run down my whole resume, you know what I mean, here on the show, but uh, definitely trctoday.com. 
Uh, what's going on out here, Queen? <laughs> I don't know, man. We might, we talking about the men tonight. She talking about what, what's your background? What's what's going on with your homie? Uh, why should it be my homie? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like we got some psychos out here, man. But no, let's go back to the fun. But no, this, this is what makes this show entertaining. We haven't had any of those guys in a while. But uh, no, six four six two zero 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 three six six. Hit the number one on your keypad, man. Uh, spiritual warfare is real out here. Uh, from the, see a call from the eight one six area code. Welcome to the Data on Tolbert show. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello. What's happening? This is Sean right here. What's going on, man? Um, I just had a comment. Yeah, what's going on? I would like to say, um, just because a guy respects his mother doesn't mean he respects all women. Um, I was prime example of that. You know, I was notorious for calling women out their name and just doing them dirty. Cool. Yeah, and one yeah, thing I've learned that, you know, I want to put myself in a light that where women could See that I respect all women by not calling them that, so I've made a vow to myself that I'm not gonna call women derogatory names anymore. Yeah, you know, Sean. I, yo, let everybody know where you calling in from, man. I'm calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, yo, yo, good to hear from you, man. No, that's actually a really good point. Um, you know, you cannot, <clears throat> you know, ladies, and I, it's funny. I was just telling somebody that today, actually. Or yesterday, just because somebody respects his mom, you know, you hear a lot of women saying, "Well, you know, you want a man who who loves his mom and who treats his mom, and then you always want to look at that relationship to determine how he's going to treat you." I'm like, "What? No, nah, that that's a, that has nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? That has nothing to do with you whatsoever. If you if a man loves his mom, then that just means he's normal. Men should love their mom. If he doesn't love his mom, that means he's abnormal. So." Either way, that has nothing to do with how he's going to love you. You have to bring your own, you know, credentials to the table. You have to bring your own qualities to the table, you know, and, and just feel like, you know, wow, this is why you should view me in a in a different light. This is why you should uh, treat me as well uh, as you treat your mom. So definitely, but you know, great points, great calls, uh, <laughs> except the young woman call. I don't know what's, what's on her mind tonight, man. But I'll tell you something. You no, know, and not this isn't even about her necessarily. But as I mentioned, you know, when you a lot of times, and we talked about this in the beginning, you know, when you hear certain things coming out of the mouth of a man that is you know, that is unparalleled, that is, you know, unfamiliar to you. You know, a lot of times, for many women, especially if it's hitting you in the gut, you're going to feel some type of way, you know what I mean? And, yeah, that's you're going to feel some type of way. But, you know, pray pray about that, you know what I mean? And pray for women like that, and, and, and men like that even, who, who, who feel um, some type of way when they hear the truth from a biblical perspective. And I'll tell you something, I'll be honest with you, and Courtney, you, you know this too from a counseling standpoint, <clears throat> real quick, because, you know, like I said, I do want to be respectful of people's time tonight, but I've counseled, you know, well over 500 women over the last 10 years. Would you, how many people, Courtney, do you think have actually inquired about actual credentials, actual, you know, certifications, and like, how many people out of those 500 do you think have ever actually even inquired? I want to say none, <laughs> or very, like, a very small number. Also, very, very small. May, yeah, maybe one or two, you know what I mean, who have actually, now you see people like that who aren't even interested in counseling, but people, like, who actually have paid for services and actually, you know, worked with, maybe one or two. 
You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's very infrequent because, you know, when you're coming from the word, that's that's the most important thing right there. So, But it is what it is, um, you know. It is what it is. Let's get back into the list, though. This is a good list, man. We're talking about the fellas tonight. If you're just joining us, you know, how to be found, or excuse me, how to find love. Um, and the ladies listening in, you know, we're, we're piggybacking. We are following up on part one where we talked about how to be found by the man that God has for you. These are two shows that really will be, you know, those staples that as we move forward, you know, that you can always reference back because it's like the things here are absolutely essential, you know, and are, and, and are timeless. Um, so I'm happy that we're doing this tonight. Um, what else, though, just so we can get through this, though? Uh, fathers, you know, fathers. We need more black fathers spending quality time with their daughters. You know, fellas, we I, I posted a picture online uh, the other day. You know, it was from a, of a guy, you know, doing his daughter's hair, just, you know, spending time with her. You know, like that's what's important. You know, we don't have a lot of that. <clears throat> we don't have enough of that, you know, men taking an active interest in their daughter's lives. And unfortunately, these men are um, really pushing their daughters into the arms of, of the actual men who we're talking about tonight um, trying to help these women avoid, you know what I'm saying? And so it all starts with giving them, setting the bar high, first of all, with you and, you know, and that young woman's mom. You know, hopefully you guys will be married and, and do it the right way. But if nothing else, showing that little girl that this is what love looks like, this is what respectability looks like, this is how a man should treat a woman. Because when these girls get to 18, get to 24, out here trying to date, they have nothing to compare it to. They're automatically going to revert back to what they saw dad doing, what they saw dad, how they saw dad treating mom. And if that image is not positive, then why would they require a man to treat them positively? They they wouldn't. So we need more of that. And so if you want to, the Bible speaks about um, what will happen to deadbeat dads, you know, how people will be, you know, um, viewed by God, you know, if they are not handling their responsibilities. So and it's not a good thing. So if you hope to have love, as we discussed earlier, you have to walk with God. You have to be smiled upon by God. You have to have favor, you know, with God in order to, have love, and you can't have those things if you're not doing what's mo- most important, which is taking care of home, taking care of your, you know, your kids. Um, what else, though? Um, I said lose any irresponsible spending and traveling habits, and focus on preparing yourself spiritually, physically, and financially. We talked a lot about, you know, obviously. Uh, Spiritually, you know, getting the great relationship with God, being on fire for God, bringing people to God. But then also, you know, we talked about physical, you know, health-wise, you know, eating right, exercising, hitting the weights, you know, getting the gym, playing sports, different things like that. But then also financially, you know, um, it's, it shouldn't be this way. But the reality, you know, and it's not a it's a problem when women are focused on this, you know, on the financial. But <clears throat> At the end of the day, you know, women need to be and they should be taken care of financially. And when I say taken care of, I don't mean a sugar daddy. I don't mean someone, you know, emptying their bank account on them. But I mean, you know, as the man of the house, you are supposed to, you know, take care of the finances. 
That doesn't mean exclusively take care, but at the same time, at the end of the day, it is your responsibility to make sure things are taken care of. So, you know, you want to prepare yourself for that. You want to prepare yourself. If you're, if you're talking about love, you want to prepare yourself to have a nice little ring to give to her. You want to prepare yourself to have something set aside to do the types of things that you want to do in the future, you know, as far as a family goes. Any thoughts on any of those those three uh spiritually, physically, and financially? Yeah, I mean, I think all three are very much so important. Um, but I, I I did want to make a comment just about financially. You know, I think that's very important. You just see, and it's, this goes across the board, not just with men, but with women too, just really monitoring your finances is just an important thing, just period, you know, and, because I used to be one that to take random trips and, you know, exotic vacations and didn't monitor spending. I mean, you have to think about your future. And so this is just very, very important. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's really what it's, you know, what it's all about is um, just preparation. You know what I mean? Really just preparing yourself to, you know, live that life that you want to, um, you know, that you hope to live. Um, and last, well, not last, but, you know, the last before the most important is to lose or let go of any negative friends or associates who do not share the same goals that you want for your future. You know, unless, you know, we really got to break that down a little bit because, you know, when you look at, you know, negativity, that can rear its ugly head in a number of different ways. You know, sometimes you have, you know, your friends from back when you were clubbing, Back from when you were running trains on, you know, on these ladies out here, um, you know, and so, or just men who don't share your passion for living life for Jesus Christ, and you know, unfortunately, you, you just have to leave those people in the past, and uh, it's one of those things where it's not going to be happy, it's not going to be, you know, amicable in most cases, but it's something that needs to be done if you desire to, you know, um, go to another level. You know, what I always say, in order to get the things that you've never had, you have to do the things that you've never done. And if you've always surrounded yourself by negative individuals or people who aren't really about anything, well, then you're clearly not going to have the things that you want and that you've never achieved. So, um, so yeah, you ever had to let go of any negative individuals or friends, associates um, at all, Courtney? <laughs> yes, so many so many, just like you were saying, just like, um, you know, people that, um, you know, I used to club with, party with, being more honest, get drunk with, you know, do stuff like that with, you know, they still wanted to live that lifestyle, and I got to a point where I said, I can't do that anymore, and um, it just, it wasn't working for me anymore, you know, it would be nice where, you know, I would tag along with them, they would want to go clubbing, and, um, you know, they just wanted to get drunk and do all that stuff, but it stopped being fun for me. It, it just was not fun anymore. I just knew that I was growing and um, just really outgrowing them. And it's okay to outgrow people. I think people look at that as a negative thing. That's not a bad thing. Sometimes you need to go in different directions. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's that's the thing about it. Um, you know, it's it's not about, like you said, it's not negative. It's not, you know, you hate them, but, you know, it's just something that needs to be done. For the benefit of, uh, of of where you want to go in life, and and last but not least, the most important thing 
is to um, recognize the importance of finding God. This whole time we've been talking about what you need to lose, just like with the ladies, the most important thing is to find God. Not just find God, but have a relationship with God, you know, focus on God, um, love God, seek to be closer to God, and, and also, and really most importantly, seek to do what Jesus Christ did, which was bring people to God. A lot of times I say, you know, what's your relationship with God like? And they'll be like, well, you know, uh, you know, it, it's it's good. And I say, well, how is it good? What do you do? And they say, well, you know, I read the Bible and I go to church. I say, okay, well, how is it good? Like, what do you mean? I read the Bible. I say, well, that reading the Bible is not, you know, that's that's for you. That's so you can be entertained. That's so you, so you can be informed. They say, well, I go to church. I say, well, that that's that's just the praise. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're not you're going to church to pray. To praise, that's not really doing anything for God. That's doing something for you. I said, what are you doing for God? I said, well, Dad, well, no, really nothing. Well, that's the whole point. Well, Christ, he didn't just sit around and read the Bible. He didn't just sit around in church. He actually went out and actually helped people. He healed people. He fed people. He taught people. You know, he blessed people. So that's what we all should be doing in regards to finding love, and that is really the secret. It's no gimmicks. It's no. It's really in the Word where it says, you know, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will de- He will give you the desires of your heart. So if the desire of your heart is love, then this is basically the only way to you know to have that love. So that's basically it for today, man. Um, Courtney, did we? Did we leave anything out? Do we need to go anything over anything else? No, I think that's everything. I mean, I think yeah. that's. I mean, I think we can we can wrap up our our two night special on you know on the fellas finding love, on the ladies finding love. Um, there were a couple emotional availability pop quizzes that I did not um, get a chance to go over that I, that we will on our next live show couple good shows we have coming up as i mentioned i want to do a a uh old school versus new school not versus but old school meets new school version of the 10 commandments like i said i really want to talk about what the word says but also talk about how the commandments and the law overall can be applied to everyday living experiences uh we still want to do our show on addicted where we're going to talk about do an in-depth breakdown of Zane's novel, which is uh, which is called Addict. One of her novels is called Addicted, but we want to talk about sexual addiction and how real it is. You know what the word says about it, um, how to overcome it. You know whether that's porn, whether that's sex, whether that's chasing sex, whether that's using sex as some form of emotional crutch to heal from past hurt, pain, and uh, you know and resentment. So that's definitely going to be a really deep show um, where we're going to, we're going to talk about the cycle of addiction. You know. Um, you know, addictive agents. Um, yeah, you know all that, Courtney, and you know many of you guys who we've uh, worked together privately with. So, uh, speaking of which, if you if you want counseling, if you if you need counseling, uh, reach out. Uh, you know, eight five five fifty five day don. Myself, Courtney, Oshel, we're we're all available to help. Just send an email to info at trctoday dot com or again eight five five fifty five day don. Um, also, last but not least, before I forget, I'll ask all you guys to do me a favor. Um, uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to start getting back on YouTube. 
And so I'm going to ask you guys to all, before you go to sleep, before you log off, just go over to my YouTube page and subscribe. Subscribe to my channel because we're going to be all, like I haven't uploaded um, a, a video in probably a couple of years now, but my page is still getting something like 10,000 you know, hits, uh, you know, every every week or something like that, I, I've been told. So uh, definitely I'm going to start putting out some new videos and uh, got a couple partnerships lined up to, to you know, produce some videos. So uh, definitely um, subscribe because we're going to do Advice Mondays. And so every Monday, um, starting, you know, in the next month or so, we're going to be, you know, putting out a, a new Ask Data on Advice, uh, you know, video blog. So, and, and, you know, watch, if you're new, you know, definitely watch the, the older video, I think there are about maybe 30 videos up there or so, so go ahead and, um, you know, check them out. But, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. Hopefully you guys learned something. Forward this information on others. Add yourselves to the Friends of the Data October show. And most of all, be blessed out there. Courtney, good job. I'll see you all next time. Peace.
Just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.